Hello there, and welcome back to another episode of Stronghold. My name is Sean, and I am so pleased to have you all with us on this, the final episode of our first campaign, Adventures in Elfland. For the next hour, I will be your host and dungeon master, as we follow our three heroes, Draman, Freddy, and Thomas, to the thrilling conclusion of their tale. Before we get back into the action, however, let's recall how we got here. Remember a sleepy orchard village with its garrison of three forgotten knights. Remember a skeletal rider come to claim tribute due to a long undead king. Recall a harried escape down an enchanted well and up into a strange world of elves and monsters and magical gold. Recall the loss of this gold and of armor and the meeting of two new friends. Remember a journey filled with strange monsters and forgetful druids, giants and odd little merchants. And of course we can't forget a flying ship filled with cheese or a dragon's family with its horde of issues, nor another terrified escape, this time from a coven of witches, a sojourn in a world beyond sense and sanity, a deal struck to escape that terrible place, and a tournament arranged to finally win back that same treasure of magical gold which just might allow Draman, Freddy, and Thomas to finally return home. And that tournament is where we find them now, with a sneaky Matherin facing off against Freddy, who this time has just as many tricks up his sleeve. As soon as she gives the hand signal to initiate combat, he moves preternaturally quickly. Coming up to you, closing that ten-foot gap in the blink of an eye. Wielding his two swords. Alright. Does a 21 hit? Yes. Okay. That's critical, so that hits, and that hits too. Give it to me. Okay. No. So, in quick succession, before you realize even what is going on, he stabs you three times. Can we redo that? What do you mean, redo that? I just realized I could have done something. What, what could you have done? Bend luck. Um... No. It's before it's announced whether or not he hits, right? Right. Like, you ha- you would have to say, oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Is it? So, I don't know how it works, like, against me, but, like, if I were to do a saving throw or anything like that. Um, hold on. Let me read it. Yeah, just read it. Um, starting at 6th level, when you have the ability to twist fate using your wild magic, when another creature you can see makes an attack roll, an ability check, or a saving throw, you can use your reaction and spend two sorcery points to roll a 1d4 and apply the number rolled as a bonus or penalty to the creature's roll. You do this 
after the creature rolls, but before any effects of the roll occur. Uh, the effects of the roll have not yet occurred, so yes, you can use this. Okay. Um, I'm going to use two sorcery can you points. crit a crit? Um, I'm doing his attack roll. Yeah. Can you it, what uncrit it, a crit? Because it would not... be a critical if it still hits. Right? So... That's like old school D&D, right? You're using the... Yeah. So I penalize your roll by two. Which... Okay, so... The first one was the nearest thing, and what did I ask you? 21. 21. So, it yeah. It would be a 19. Does that hit? No. Okay. So, the first one does not hit, then. Uh, so, as you blink, he attacks you three times. The first one is just about to hit when some deep, mysterious instinct within you just wills it out of the way. The other two, however, do hit. That is 26 sword damage. Ouch. So you take half of that. Oh, that's right. That's right. And I do too. (laughs) Thanks, boo. All right, he got you. As long as he doesn't one-shot me, I'm okay. Um, I'm just and that's <laughs> um, 23 poison damage as your insides practically erupt in flame of pain. So, so uh, do you round down damage? Um, yeah, you always round down. 11. Yeah, he's trying to turn your insides into a chemical soup. Ow. Yeah. You you soupy. You just chug bleach. You so soupy. Just slammed bleach. Yeah, that's the that's the end of his turn. All right. Um, is he engaged with me? So I would have to. He is five feet away from you. Um, (laughs) Yes, you are engaged in combat with him. Uh, Would I have to disengage to go away? You can move away, but he would take an attack of opportunity. Okay, so I'm going to cast haste on myself. Okay. Um, Do you want me to roll wild magic? Yes, please. Your flower pot. That was a 19. All right. um, So casting haste uh, until the spell ends. I gain plus two AC advantage on deck saving throws. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, hold on. (laughs) Sean knew it was coming. (laughs) All right. So cast that. Um, So I get a extra action action. So I'll disengage. Okay. And then I'm going to move mm-hmm. my 30 feet closer to Draman. Okay. And I'm going to... Okay, that puts them... So 10 feet to get in. So you're in the middle of the explodey area. Okay. Good to know. Um, I'm going to use two more sorcery points and quicken spell... Um, so quick and spell, um, I sacrifice two sorcery points and a spell that normally casts the a normal casting time is one action now becomes a bonus action. Okay. And I'm going to cast fireball. Okay. On him. Uh, so make a dex saving throw. And how, how far away is he from me now? I should be about 30 feet from you. Uh... Okay. How 
How would you resolve me wanting to like try and cast a spell on him? Just a second. He got an 18 on his saving throw. Ooh, nice. Uh, okay. Does he succeed? Yeah, so he just takes half damage. All right, so roll that damage for me. Um, how would I what, Don? If I wanted to cast a spell on him. On Freddy? Yeah. The normal way? I mean, do I have to like hop into, or can I just try it whenever? Um, you you try it, and then I f- roll to see whose turn you do it on. Okay. Uh, well, I uh, it's a thirty foot range, so I he's he's in range he's now. Now, so I wouldn't I would want to give it a shot. Okay. Uh, start trying to cast. I'm assuming I. I mean, if I'm doing initiative timing, I probably would only do I only get like a shot at it. Um, how about this? Every one of their turns, you can make an attempt. Okay, yeah. So, that is... 85. You succeed. Um, we will resolve it after he tells me the damage. 15 fire damage. Uh, that I divide in half, or he takes 15? He takes 15. He takes Because I got 29. No, so he takes 14. Because we round down. Oh, true, yeah. Sorry. And then, so I used... I still have an action left, correct? Um, let's see, you... Oh, no, no, because I cast haste. You disengaged. And then I disengaged. You, and then I moved, you used your and bonus, then I, action. bonus action. Uh, you still have 30 feet of movement, for what it's worth. Well, I already moved. Oh, that's true. I do yeah, have You have double 30. movement. Um, I'm going to move all the way to the ring edge. <laughs> okay, so you're standing right next to Draman. Um, <laughs> yeah. You are all the way in the non-explodey territory. However, he does have to cross a lot of explodey territory. What spell are you casting on your friend here? Life transference. Okay. You, uh, just for shits and giggles, how much are you down? Can you cast this? Is it a concentration? It's not. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, just for shits and giggles, how much are you down? Uh, I am down. Not metagaming. I just want to know. Like 24. Okay. Well, you're healed. Uh, you get 40 HP. Okay. Okay. Make me a sleight of hand check, Draman. Sure. I feel so D and D now. I have two books and a notebook open. Well, and we I'm are using them all. We are actually yeah. planning on this fight. That's it. That's uh, an eighteen. All right, Alahuara, who is sitting immediately next to you, is she's just wrapped up in this fight so far. It's been six seconds. Of yeah. pure thrills. And I am just going to start slamming potions of healing. So how do how do you let me do that? Can I just say I keep I, I just keep doing them? Is there a limit? Because um, I'm, I'm, I'm really not good right now. <laughs> I'll say you can do three a turn. Okay. Can I funnel potions into his mouth? <laughs> I have 15. How many do you need, That's man? <laughs> I would just go to like tilt your head back and just like yeah. slam them in. I get... Bonuses for saving throws, right? Uh, you get a plus one for a saving throw. Sorry, I'm like adding all these mods in. I am like right. Superman. So right it now. is his turn, and he is going to rush up to you, crossing the let's see the cold glyph. What what happens with the cold glyph? Oh, does it happen? Yep. He crossed it pretty much directly over it. In fact. Okay. Uh, when triggered, the glyph erupts with magical energy in a 20-foot radius sphere centered on the glyph. The sphere spreads around corners. Each creature in the aura may, must make a dex saving throw. Am I in it? 
You are not. Okay. What happens if he succeeds on the dex saving throw? Uh, on a uh, creature takes uh, uh, full damage or half damage if they succeed. Okay. Um, so, what damage? Uh, this is that you said. This is the cold one. Yep. Uh, so that's 18. Um, 18 total? Eight, uh, 18 total, yeah. Okay. Very... Very bad rolls. Good. All right. So, it's, so yeah. he crosses over where you know the glyph to be waiting, and as it erupts, he basically parkour flips out of the way. It does catch uh, his legs a bit, and they do look like they've been frostburnt, but he's he's still he's still moving at his incredibly fast speed all the way up to Freddy. He closes that distance. You see him as he's running. He is trying to cast a spell, and there is a brief instant, a flash of darkness, so quickly that you can hardly see it, that you hardly know that it is real. And on his face is left the look of true shock and surprise. Between the the master... Between the frost and his spell not working, he does not know what is going on at this point and resolves to to solve this, the one really reliable method, with a sword. And does a 19 hit. No. And as he stabs with his short sword, it scrapes across the mage armor that protects you, that encapsulates your entire body. And he growls with incredible frustration at his wasted attempts thus far, making it your turn. It is. All right. How you many ready health for this? potions you need done for your next round? All right. Just start uncorking them. I, I, yeah, I don't know. If you can help, then I'm sure. Prepped. I got what? You said two or well, three around? Three around. Three around. Okay. Yeah. And with me Four. popping them open? Four. Why not? Yeah. Um, <laughs> So basically, every time, oh. every time Mathrin takes his turn, yeah. you can do four potions. Oh, I forgot to roll wild magic for fireball. Do you want me to do that? No, you did. Like I, I did that for haste, not like, fireball. You know how oh, okay. Have beer bandoliers. I just have a bandolier of potions. Okay. Just going... All right, you ready? Yeah, I got a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like a lot of stuff. What going are you on. doing? Lay it on me, son. All right, so I'm gonna take two of my first level spell slots. And spend them for four extra sorcery points. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm going to run. So we're like, I'm right in front of Draman now, right? You are right in front of Draman, and he is right in front of you. Do I have, if I move 30 feet kind of diagonal, or 60 feet kind of diagonal to the the center but kind of like diagonal he's immediately in front of or in between you and the center okay right if if draman is sitting at three o'clock then you are sitting then you are standing just to the left of three o'clock and he is just to the left of you just to the left of three o'clock all right so i'm gonna run up or 
I'm going to run till like 12 o'clock. Okay. And then... How far? Uh, Actually, I'm going to try to run all the way over to like 10 or 11. All right, that will feet. take you... Okay, if you only do 60 feet, then you will be on the edge of Drummond's warding area. Yes, that's what I want to do. Okay. Oh, so the, the halves are at the 12 and the 6? Is that where the half is? Um, that I mean, it would be wherever. You, you don't me. get all the way to 12, right? Because that is more than 60 feet away. Since okay. you're standing right at Drummond, you can run 60 feet in any direction and be fine. Okay. So, but you're saying that the dividing line is at the 12 and There's the not a line no, because it's, it's a sphere it's a around circle. me. Um, so you got a sphere and then there's a gotcha. sphere within that. That's okay, mine. I gotcha, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. So I make it to about like one. And that's like the cutoff, right? Are you going just around the edge? Yes. Um, I'd say one one thirty. Okay. In that area. Gotcha. All right. I am going to cast magic missile. Okay. And hit him. For twelve damage. All right. Decent hit. All right. And then I'm going to cast firebolt. Okay. And twin spell it. Or, I mean, I'm Can sorry. Can you twin not, spell at the same target? I think. I think it's a, only if it's a. I think it's only you're only able to use it on spells that target one creature. A second creature. You can target a second creature in range with the same spell. You can only uh, use it on spells that target gotcha. one creature, but you can only target okay. another. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So save right. those sorcery points. So yeah, I'll hit him with firebolt. I'll still hit him twice because I'm going to use quicken spell for a bonus action. Okay. Um, tell me. First ball, a 16. Or, sorry, 17. So he just shifts his head slightly, and it goes directly past where you think it's going to impact the, the stands when it instead hits this heretofore transparent shield of magical energy, restricting the, the effects of all these Oh, uh, that is spells. very good to know. That <laughs> to is very just good the to ring know. itself. And as it explodes against that shield in a cascade of sparks and lights, the, the fans behind cheer ever louder. Uh, since I saw that, am I able to change my attack? Uh, yeah, you haven't done your attack yet. All right. Your since I saw spell. this barrier that protects the crowd... Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to instead use Quicken Spell to cast Fireball on him. Okay. He he saved. Okay. 14 again. Alrighty. Fire damage. And then... Um, He's not looking great at this point. He is thoroughly singed. And then... Um, I'm done. Let's see. He is going to cast another spell. Uh, dexterity saving throw, please. Remember, you get advantage Ooh. because of haste. Uh, I get double advantage, or does it just cancel out? It, it, you just get regular advantage. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use my Tides of Chaos. Okay. Be an 18. He s kind of just flicks this 
little ball of polychromatic fire at you. And it's fairly slow. You you are able to dodge out of the way in your current haste. It's a near thing, but you, again, just the, the sorceress will within you forces it to happen this way. As you just exist around it for a weird brief moment. And with that, he is going to basically charge you um, and make another two attacks. The first one for 15. Nope. The second for 20. Nope. And he is super pissed at this point. It's what you get for beating us up when we were a little uh, young and scrappy. What are you doing? <clears throat> um, I'm going to move back towards Draman's area, another 60 feet past, or another 60 feet to, I guess, the right where Draman's at, since okay. that's how far I moved. Uh, he's going to take an attack of opportunity against you? I'm going to disengage. Okay. So that's one action. That's one action. Um, and then I am going to return a, another fireball. Okay. Your DC is what again? My DC is 15, but I- including the floppy hat, including the floppy hat. Um, but real quick before you do it, anything, okay. I'm going to spend two sorcery points. And use Ben's luck. See if I can penalize him at all. It is just by one. Negative. Okay. So he still saves. um, Even though you try to trip him up with your manipulation of reality. So total is 29 again. Again? Another 14 damage? Wow. Yep. Yeah. he's, He's not looking... Great. He is extremely frustrated. He hasn't landed a lot of good blows. He thought it was going to be over by now. And then I am going to quicken spell another fireball at the fourth level. Okie doke. And I'm going to use one more first level spell slot to get two more sorcery points and Ben's luck again. Okie doke. He's going down. My man is going all out. That is a negative three to his roll. All right. He still succeeds the same. Oh my gosh. His dex is probably ridiculously high. He did a front flip over an explosion. (laughs) He didn't even look back. (laughs) It's cool enough that he doesn't have to look back. um, What's the damage this time? Uh, Hold on. The damage is. One more D6, so hold on. Woo! So overall, 37. Uh, so that will be 18 damage. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. And he's looking bad. He is unsteady. He is swaying on his feet. Large section of his sections of his body are now charred. And somehow he is fighting through the pain. Are you doing anything else? Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there more I need to know about? 
right before my turn ends, I'm going to use two second level spell slots mm-hmm. to get six more sorcery points. Okay. Oh, let me add these all in here. Look, oh, Brent actually, has a character on. he can play again. <laughs> I know. This is fantastic. Um, and then I'm going to use five of them. Actually, no, I'm going to use all six of them to gain one more fourth level spell slot. Okay. That's and now happening. <laughs> okay. Uh, he's just going gonna to run over <laughs> and attack you a whole bunch of times and hope that you are dead. What does the what does it look like when you exchange sorcery points for spell slots and back and forth? What are you are you just muttering I, to yourself? I can imagine it as like these just like glowy things just come around my arms and I'm just <laughs> like you can literally see energy just like flowing back and forth. And he's he is slow. He barely even makes it over to you and he's he's telegraphing his attacks. You know when and where they're coming and honestly, you feel like you could probably dodge them even without the haste even without the magic at this point the last one is the only one to even impact your your mage armor as you as you raise your arm to deflect it from your more fragile face and there is no damage there is no anything you are fine that's right my turn it is all right just for just for kicks i'm gonna cast true strike okay on on him so you gotta tell me his defenses <laughs> his uh, I hit, him, I hit him in the belly i guess <laughs> uh i don't know just give him a good whack uh, he looks Pretty beat up at this point. Rafiki bonk him. Just, just give him a good bonk. Right, right in the face. Give him a, give him a face bonk. All right. Um, and then I'm gonna move thirty feet away from him, the opposite direction mm-hmm. that I just went. So more towards the six o'clock by thirty feet, and I'm gonna fireball him again at the fourth level. Okay, T- tell me the damage. Fuck uh, off, that man had a family. <laughs> All you're doing is running around and fireballing him. That's such a... That's how it's a minotaur, too. <laughs> um, I only got 27 total that time. Only That's 27? <laughs> Let's see, you had run over back towards Drummond, right? No, I ran like towards the six o'clock. Yeah, but before you from right, right, you were right. running from Drummond. Drummond, you have never <laughs> been up close, like seen a person oh. take a fireball from two feet away before. It is not a pretty sight. <laughs> uh, Mathrin is immolated when when the churning, twisting flames eventually subside he is left on the ground a blackened husk motionless still sizzling i run over he is real quick 
unrecognizable. This Vesuvian man. I run over to him really quick and uh, can I do a medicine roll to try to stabilize him? Sure. A 12. Normally, all you have to do is get above a 10, but you don't know what to stabilize here. He is... He is more charcoal briquette than than, than person at this point. And you fear it will take magic to heal. Uh, uh... Drummond, do you got any more potions? I think I overdid it just a little bit. Do I got potions? <laughs> Let me tell you what I got. I'm going to run down with my twin bandoliers now. I think he needs major help. What is uh, Alahawara's reaction to this? The entire arena is stunned into silence for the first time. They don't know quite how to react. They all saw him flagging towards the end. Uh, just before your largest, most powerful attack landed true. And they saw that, whereas previously he was able to dodge, duck, dip, dive, out of the way, there was none of that here. Oh, he got the whole fireball? He took it straight to the (laughs) face. (laughs) Whoopsies. Whoopsie. Look, that's like fireball number three that you threw at him. No, that was fireball number five. Yeah, yeah. I think there was only the first four. He took half damage, though. The dude, I'd be down. I'd be down. Only half damage. He's looking. He's looking crackly. Uh, Can I like roast a marshmallow over? Is he still warm? You don't have marshmallows. (laughs) You have a lot of stuff in your bag of holding. You don't have marshmallows. He tries to heat up his pie. I put the pie on a stick and hold it over the body. No, no, no. <laughs> this is still giving off enough heat. No. So, uh, yeah, it you you make your your medicine check and it does not seem to work. Uh, we need help. I I can't stabilize him. What would I understand? Um. He's a charcoal that briquette. This needs something like greater restoration, or it, that it just needs um, healing. Um, right now, he just needs some. He needs stabilization. Right, he is at zero hit points. Okay, um, yeah, I'll try and cast a spell. He is <laughs> physically damaged in a big way. I will try and cast a spell. Twenty. Nope. How many shots do I have at this before something happens? Go again. 40. Nope. Uh-oh. We're about to be on the bad side of the elves again. Wrong. 66. You get it. Uh. Okay, yeah, I'm casting life transference. Okay. I'll sec. If you can siphon some for me. Oh, uh, never I mind. Know. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't do that. That's yeah. not a Thomas thing. But I will keep shoving health potions down your throat. Yeah, it's, I'm probably gonna need it. Uh, so that's uh, so that's fifteen. So he gets healed by thirty. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna pass you like fifteen health potions. <laughs> so, uh, you you cast life transference, and the people in the crowd immediately around you, they see this. They see you transferring your own energy into him. And he gets 
visibly less crackly. The, the charred blackness that was his body brushes away like molting skin of a lizard. And underneath is his truer form, his unburnt form. It still has obviously been very damaged, but he will survive. Can I try to help him to his feet? Yes. He takes your hand, and you pull him up, and he stands somewhat unsteadily. But then he lifts your hand into the air as the champion, and they start tearing up the seats. (laughs) They go nuts. They're just, they're ripping things off. They're picking up large stones and throwing them. They are losing their minds. Anything that they can find, they're throwing into the arena. They have, it is bedlam. They have never seen chaos like this in any of Alahuara's arenas before. And she pats you on the back, Dramen. And you don't need to know Elvish to understand that she's complimenting the good job you did. Complimenting you on your your mighty and valorous friend. I'd like to take and, this this opportunity while everyone is very distracted to silently dispel all of the shit <laughs> that's still out there. Because I'm worried that he's going to walk him over a few right. feet and they're going to explode. And then he's going to go a little bit and they're going to explode. <laughs> it's all gone. And I'm still linked to you, so you're going to be getting the damage that I'm getting. Yeah, I don't need that. You dispel the, the remaining glyphs. You dispel the ward on Freddy. And... Through the translator, Matherin compliments you, Freddie, on the, not just the good job, but the extremely thorough preparation. (laughs) Clearly, you studied your opponent and took all the right precautions. And he admits that there may have been some hubris in his own under-preparation. From the tunnel that he initially came out of, opposite yours, the one at 12 o'clock it would be, his two brothers, Shafael and Nafar, they bring a small but very heavy-looking chest in your direction. Oh, yeah. They bring it to the very middle of the arena and present it for your inspection. Uh, I open it up. Inside, they look like a whole lot of odd, rectangular-ish gold pieces stacked neatly on top of one another and very, very shiny. I pick them up just to inspect and make sure they're real. Uh, they certainly feel real. Uh, they look real, feel real. They have the, an appropriate seeming weight. They, they look like the genuine article. All right. Also, you got Thomas there. If anyone Thomas knows, starts like nodding on it, gold. Like, yeah. yeah. Yep, this is the floaty gold. So I'm going to walk up to the chest and call mm-hmm. out for uh, Phantholus. No, no, don't do that here. No. I immediately no. slap my hand over his mouth. Wouldn't that, you don't know what I'm doing. Are you walking up to the chest and immediately calling for Phantholus? <laughs> yeah. You are? All right. Going to bring us home. What exactly are you calling out? Before he comes up. Is Drum, are you out here? Uh, I haven't moved yet. I'm still back okay. in the stands. Never mind then. What are you saying, Colin? Phantholus, 
We have your gold. Bring us back. Your guards are off at a distance. Nobody's really paying attention to you. Freddy, he comes up, and maybe you offer a piece of gold for him to inspect. But he says that. He calls that out into the sky, and there is a thunderclap. And Freddy, you are gone. And the chest is gone. Thomas is gone. And Drummond, you feel... You know when you're at the top of a roller coaster and you feel the 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 drop uh, of weightlessness at the top of the you know mm-hmm. the highest points. It's like the opposite of that. It is like a tug, not in any direction, but definite and strong. As you get pulled somewhere, but you know that if you, if you want, if you keep your feet firmly planted in the ground, you will not move. But it is an option, a choice to be made now. I, I, I don't, uh, I don't know. I haven't had to, uh, I let go. I let go. I go. You go? I go. I saw them go, right? Yep. I go. Uh, in the brief moment of hesitation, you see Alhuara's face, and it looks very worried, very alarmed. And she's what looking you at do? you. But then she disappears. All of it is gone. And you are no longer in Elfland. You are no longer in the arena at the home of Alhuara. The cheering fans, the bright blue sky, the bird song, the faint smell of burnt grass, it's gone. And here you are, in the grove, back in fairy world, standing by Phanthalus, in the very spot where you had bid him farewell some nine or ten days ago. And the odd fortress complex that he has been building often the other side of the gorge is now immense beyond measure or comprehension. And this grove is, has been illuminated by cathedralesque works of filigree architecture. And the little pedestal that he had made, that he had labored over for so long, is there in marble perfection. And he is there, looking maybe not quite so haggard as when he sent you there in the first place, but he is looking tired and ill. He says, thank you. Thank you so much for returning. Was it very difficult for you? Not really. I, I didn't. I didn't feel like I had enough of a decision, like enough of a choice. We just came back. That was. Uh, yeah, I kind of took away your guys' choice. It was all Thomas. Yes. What did you do? I just told him to take his back. <clears throat> yeah, but you could have waited for the better setting. Why? We're going back to Addo. 
That's what you think. At least we got to heal the guy before we yeeted out of there. Yeah. And we did win it fair and square. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> nothing about nothing about <laughs> what. To, hey, hey. to be fair, he also had haste cast on himself uh, and you know, he had and and uh what's it? Bless. Oh, okay. But did he cast them himself or was it somebody else? It was somebody else. Oh. He uh, was he was prepped too. Okay, okay. Although I forgot about the bless every single time I rolled attack. So <laughs> you definitely should have taken a lot more damage. It's okay. Um I think it was I think it was pretty good. I would have been there as great. your sponge. <laughs> I, uh, um, I slapped Drummond on the back. I was like, that was a great fight. Thank you for prepping. I'm still How many still... healing potions did you use? Uh so I gave you ten and then I was using them. So I have been through well, we only went through two rounds, so eight. Sure. That's not even that many then. No. I thought you were t- like taking You still have hundred and seventy two more. I didn't get hit. I only got hit once. You got hit once. Well, technically but twice. I, had, I was but in healing one turn. for that for two for eight <laughs> healing potions. I was healing for. It was a big hit. It, it was, was a big like hit. Fifty some odd damage, maybe sixty. But I just realized that those fireball hits. I would have only been able to take two of those. What do you mean? Like if I were getting hit with that fireball? Yeah. Like I would have only been able to take two of those. Yeah. Hits. Most people are not great at. <laughs> I finally anyway. have got the hang of switching all my. Spell slots for sorcery. Yeah, you were just like <laughs> exchanging everything. Sean's like, okay, I'm not the DM anymore. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to start this combat by changing everything into sorcery points and then just choosing how many spell slots I have. <laughs> Isn't it awesome? Welcome yeah. to Freddy's combat where the rules are made up and the points don't matter. It's All like right. Doctor Strange, just like making stuff up. All right. So, Phantalus says, was it. Was it very difficult to retrieve it? Not really. It wasn't easy. Agreed. Okay. Well, I know you must be tired, but it would be a lie if I said I was not excited about leaving this place. Oh, we are too. We don't want to stay here. I don't think I can take a second psychotic break (laughs) by staying in here. So, are we agreed? Yes. Should we leave? Yes. I guess so. Yeah. All right. You come from Eideron, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Draman, Thomas, take the, the, the chest and place it on the pedestal, please. All right. We do so. He walks over to the pedestal and once more places his hands upon it. He closes his eyes and lets his head hang down and he begins to murmur in some language that could never be elven. It could never be anything that you have ever heard before. A a language not necessarily dark or evil, but simply obscure and hard for human ears to hear. And he chants, and he chants, and he chants. And gradually the world begins to shake. The trees shake, the buildings built around this place shake, the leaves, the gorge, the fortress. You can feel in your bones that the manor, so far away and paradoxically so close, it shakes, as do all the mountains and plains and deserts and that abominable city in the wastes. They all shake 
And it grows in frequency and intensity, and it gets worse and worse, and nothing breaks. There is no force to this shaking. It is simply the shifting back and forth over and over again of the entire existence around you. And the chanting that you cannot hear gets somehow louder in your ears and takes up your entire minds till all you can think about is this subsonic feeling coursing through your bodies and causing you to shake as well. And that odd-colored sky, filled with the aura of conjuration magic, and that weird, unpresent wind on your skin, and all of the strangeness of this place pops like a bubble. And that instant is just a moment, just the briefest amount of time. It happens everywhere at once, and yet progresses from the peak of the sky down to the root of the earth. As this reality becomes Eideron. And that weird sky is replaced with a familiar one with a sun that you recognize. And that eerie wind is replaced with real air that is, that is touching these things for the first time ever. And that shimmer of magical aura is disappeared. And the shaking, which had become everything, is gone in that instant. And you are an Eideron. And Phanthalus and his pedestal are an Eideron. Gone are the trees. Gone is the grove. There is no manor anywhere in sight. You look out from where you are and you see that you are on real mountains in a real forest that stretches out on all sides. But which ends. It isn't like the fairy woods. It isn't like the elven forests, which are real but which stretch on forever because the elves love them so dearly. It ends because this is Eideron, and things in Eideron must always end. And over there, beyond the edge of the forest, you see the wispy trails of smoke of a town on the side of a river. Not one that you know not one that you've been to before, but a town with humans just like you, who may even speak a language that one of you speaks. A town with horses and carts and boats that can take you to faraway places so close to your hearts. You know that you're home. You feel it in every, in every inch of your body and soul. And Draman, you feel the gods. You feel Ein and Lilir and Eudor, and they embrace you. Feel powerful.
And then you turn around and you see behind you Phantalus's fortress stretch across the mountains. Its towers, its keeps, its citadels, its walls perched on a rocky mountain range. And suddenly, buzzing with activities of creatures unseen until now. And Phantalis stands up straight, and he magics good clothes into being on his body, and he straightens his hair. And he says, thank you, you three. You have been so very helpful, and I am so glad to be out of there. Can I provide horses for your journey home? Sounds good. That would be very nice. You don't mind, Phantholus, if I stay with you. If that is what you desire, then I'm sure there's some place here for you. You're not coming back with us? Nah, you guys are boring. Thomas, after We're all boring. this time? Yeah. You'd be having tea parties if it weren't for us. I don't think that sounds that bad at the moment. Okay, well. <laughs> All right. We'll come check on you, okay? Don't bother. It's not like you're a world away anymore. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Too soon to joke. Keep an eye on Sean and Don for me. <laughs> I will. <laughs> If I see him, I'll tell him you said hi. <laughs> if you see him, let me know. <laughs> Just don't try to find me. We'll see. And if you feel uh, someone watching you in the forest, it's probably me. That's you, not creepy at all. Yeah, and, <laughs> that's. Uh, I probably, I'm probably gonna kill you. If it's I, on. That's on brand. Yeah. It's, it's like if I find you guys in the forest again, I'll probably kill you. You can try. Yeah. Look, you saw what I did to that elf, right? It'll be fun. I look forward to it. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be a good laugh. Phantalus, with a wave of his hand, summons two horses of what must be impeccable breeding and incredible beauty. They come up to you without guidance or instruction, and they both have saddles, reins, stirrups, saddle bags, the whole nine yards. They look strong and energetic. And he says, here you are. Now, uh, I must leave you. There's much to do. And... The person who had moments ago looked so frail and so unhealthy looks impeccable now. And he turns and walks away over the long bridge, which used to be over a river gorge and now connects one small peak to another much larger. And he just leaves you. What are you all doing? Fall after him. Okay. Bye, Thomas. 
going to flip you the bird. You too, buddy. You too. And Snack's coming with me. Guys can't have him. Uh, no, Snack is the only thing that didn't come to this world. He was a complete figment <laughs> of Elf. Or, Elf it land. didn't actually <laughs> into everyone's mind. Or no, you guys were just playing along it's the whole time. Like, You're like, yeah, 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 yeah Snack. Snack. <laughs> no, no, Snack is there. Snack is wrapped around your shoulders or something. Yeah, he's flapping in the breeze. <laughs> he's a six foot long python. He doesn't flap in anything. It flaps in a hurricane, maybe. <laughs> maybe a hurricane. <laughs> Um, I look back over my shoulder at Thomas and then, uh, hop up on the horse. Yeah. And, uh, get ready to head out. Freddy? I, uh, after saying goodbye to Thomas, I just kind of disengaged from the group for a second and didn't quite realize how much I missed being home until now like i was always like oh it's an adventure it's a great thing but i didn't realize like the the comfort of just like knowing the place that like i belong Mm -hmm. so i mean i don't like cry or break down or anything but my my eyes well up a little bit and i just get my horse ready and kind of shift all my stuff around to get comfortable and hop on it and just Kind of ride out a little bit and wait for Jarman to catch up. Okay. Very good. Um, Where are you guys going? Are you staying together? <clears throat> I think we should stay together, especially since we were okay, how stationed about this? where we were supposed to be. How about this? You make it to that town that you saw in the great distance, and... No one seems to have yet noticed the fortress up in the mountains. You find lodgings in a simple little place. They don't speak the language of Addo here, but it is one of the tongues that they study in, the, in school. This is an empire far to the north of Addo, one of the great powers of the world. And transportation can be arranged by boat and high road and well many other segments to get back to Addo, to get back to Caton, to get wherever you want and as the night winds down and the tavern's patrons grow sleepy or leave you are left alone at the bar a roaring fire behind you well freddy i think it's i think it's time to go home i'm ready to Go home, whatever whatever that even is anymore. Do you mean like home home or do you mean like Caton or Addo? I don't know. I don't know. Um It'd be nice to um to go back where all this started uh and wrap things up. I left without saying goodbye to some people um and uh i'm out of armor polish and i know i still got a stockpile there if someone hasn't taken it and like to pick up some of the rest of my stuff yeah and then who knows from there i do you think the knights of addo are still a thing 
I think we can find out. I wonder if Caton's still there, if the the skeleton army of King Othwin didn't wipe him out. We should probably go check out what King <laughs> Othwin is up to. Uh, we didn't leave on such great terms. and <laughs> No, no, we didn't. That may be a problem. Yeah. But yeah, I think I... it's a problem we could at least try and handle in a normal way now. <laughs> the... Yeah. I, I think that we should go back to Kate and see what's up. And maybe um, maybe if they're good, then we can move on. Come find Thomas again. <laughs> Let him yeah. hunt us down. That'd actually be pretty fun. All right. Well, I think tomorrow we'll uh, find a way home then. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm kind of enjoying just sitting here in front of the fire. I'll probably stay down here for a little bit. All right. The night grows deep and the fire burns low. Draman, you go to bed and later... Freddy, you follow. The next morning, you get up early as the sun begins to rise and set out on the long eastern road that you know will, in many weeks' time, bring you to Caton. And though it may be a long journey, you feel... you feel prepared... And it really does feel good to be home. All right, everyone. Before I let you go, I wanted to say thank you. Specifically, thanks to everyone on the Stronghold team who helped with the recording and production of Adventures in Elfland. And thanks to each and every listener who came with us on this journey. Extra special thanks go out to those who left a rating or a review, who followed us on social media, who talked us up with their friends, family, or coworkers. But really, to anyone who listened, thank you. We appreciate it. As a reminder, our next season isn't going to come out for several months as we get the new campaign up and running. So, if you haven't already, be sure to follow us on social media so that you can stay up to date with everything from release schedules and campaign details to bonus content and, honestly, everything else going on with the Stronghold team as it gets announced. And finally, I just want to say that until we meet again, and it may be a bit, I do truly hope you keep it nerdy. <laughs>